Hi, this is Jesse with Red Cloaks Radio, joined today with Martha from Boston Red Cloaks. And we're extremely excited to have Viva Ruiz back. Hello. Hey. So <laughs> we're really excited to have back an incredible artist, author, dancer, choreographer, maker, innovator, really, around one of the topics that is most crucial, we think, to um, improve women's health, safety, and the health and safety of anyone who's pregnant. In the abortion anthem, you talk about, and you have a refrain about asking people to get with it. So I've been carrying around a sign in our recent protests or, or including one that says legal, safe, and free, get with it. Yes. Right. Amazing. So you talk about spiritual people, non-spiritual people talk about, you know, I think you say creepy, creepy white, creepy, racist, creepy, racist liberals, <laughs> you know, white feminists, where do you get more resistance? Do you get it more from liberal people? more from conservative people and where can you make bigger inroads? Because certainly Massachusetts is a blue state, but boy, we see the barriers and the opposition. Yeah, oh, we are, we, you know what? The resistance, the opposition is plentiful and it comes from everywhere. <laughs> everywhere people have a problem with abortion. Definitely on the, I mean, the right wouldn't have the power it has if it wasn't for the complicity of the left. That's and right. That's, across all of it that's across police violence that's across you know every single thing it's a tool the agitation is important and also safety is important so you have to know who you're talking to and who's around you um, because it's violent you know we know this is a violent space for people talking around abortion and just standing up for abortion is we have to keep an eye out for each other and in the left, that's why in the left, it's so fun for me because I, I literally don't care. And I'm like, <laughs> so happy to, to get messy with them. And it makes me laugh. I, I, the project is also a kind of troll and uh, trickster and that, and also non-ironic because I am a person of faith and I extend that this tool to everybody, whoever you are, whether or not you believe in God or not, it works because it also is just a pure troll. And in that way, in the way a meme, it, you can have a sudden enlightenment, like a Buddhist, like enlightenment with the meme. This is kind of, I think, works in that way that you may have a react, you'll have a reaction and that will, because we're supposed to not react to anything. There, there's a, we're supposed to stay asleep and be quiet. And so when we disrupt that, there's possibility for a new thing. But yes, there's, there's pushback on the left. The pushback on the left is, is ridiculous. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's about tone policing. It's about, you know, wanting uh, what this, this one woman, <laughs> there's so many. And I, I, I'm creating an archive of the pushback because they're hysterical. <laughs> on the right and the left, they're both stupid. But some left pushback is like, this isn't how, this is, I've heard multiple times since the video, about the video, this isn't how we change people's minds. Oh, it is how you change people's ah! minds. The fact that they would even say that is like, it's exactly how you change, that's funny. Yeah, they're like, this is, you push people away with this messaging is, is that pushback. And you have to be more polite, I guess, or whatever. So like, please, sir, may I have an abortion? Yeah. And this is women. These are white women and white men, to be honest. So it makes me laugh because it's ridiculous, but also, you know, it's an indication of why we're here. Like that you think this is divisive. Like we can't, people are dying. People are having forced pregnancies. Like this is the problem. 
then be angrier. That you're angry, that you're upset is success. That's success. How can I make you more upset? What will, <laughs> I, what will it take to really, really f- make you lose your mind, you know, with rage? Because that's where I want to take you. <laughs> because you shouldn't be so comfortable with our lives being played with like this. And yeah, so that's some of the pushback. And the right, the pushback is we want to kill you, basically. <laughs> You know, the right, right. the pushback on the right is like, where does she live? That's the pushback. Right. So it's, they want to have us under their thumb. They, they want to have all the women, if they are, if they have a little bit of intelligence and a little bit of independence, they want to do something to have you under their thumb. I, that's, that's the way I feel. That's, Every time I hear somebody that tells another girl, oh, I, I didn't abort. I go, I, I could, I did it by myself. I'm like, yeah, but they have the, the opportunity of not doing it that way. And if you see your life, do you want your life for that other woman? I mean, I, I don't understand. And the other thing is, okay, they weren't mature enough to have sex. If they weren't mature enough to have sex, are they mature enough to have, to be a mother for life? Exactly. Because like I have said a hundred times and I will not get tired. A kid is for life. They don't have snooze buttons. You cannot (laughs) say, oh, please, freeze for 24 hours or at least eight because I want to go clubbing. No, even if you don't want to go clubbing, you want to go to the bathroom by yourself. Yeah. I yeah. just... And people miss, you know, that who gets, who, who is burdened the most are the usual people or poor people. Poor people are burdened the most. Black people, people of color, undocumented people, if we're talking about the States or like anywhere, you know, who, who is left outside? If you have, you know, trans people, if you're a trans person, gender non-binary person needing an abortion, it's harder to access healthcare. That's right. as, a, as a cis person, it's hard. Imagine all the other... And it is a way to keep communities down. Like if, if a neighborhood like that is, uh, that is poor, if a neighborhood that is of color, a black neighborhood there, these are the people being targeted. And it's a way to keep the classes in classes. And people who are with this, you know, morality, because you're talking about morality, right? Like they're, that they're like, she shouldn't have or blah, blah, blah. I mean, they're not gonna be the ones to be able to reflect to be honest, but is we need to say that this is uh, economic. This is this is a this is a oppression in in a in a global sense. Like this is about class. This is about rich people saying rich and power. It's not like you tell them, okay, they're gonna have the baby, but you are not helping because you are telling them go have the baby, and then you turn around and leave them. Oh yeah. So you're not helping, <laughs> are you helping helping them go to college? Are you helping them get a better job? Are you helping them with housing? You're not helping. You're just telling them, go have a baby and do whatever you can. Go, go. Just leave me alone. It's just procreate and yeah, they, get out of here. And there's a pipeline. If you're in a oppressed community, you know, they the same classes make money off jails. Like there's a pipeline to children having, 
you know, not having their needs met, being unloved, poverty and jail. And they and the same people make the same money off the same, you know, bodies. It is right. distraction to talk about the Bible. You know, it is a it is an incidental. It's a way that a ruling class keeps the people under control and that's not new. That's not a new thing. And it's so that's why it's important for me to say God and implode it from the inside to come inside and and implode the thing from the basement because I live here too. <laughs> I live in the guy in this God's house too. That's and right. Yeah, that's right. It's the only way it's the only way is to undo it because patriarchy is is it's systemic racism and patriarchy misogyny. It's everywhere you walk down the street. It's it's in the way the buildings are constructed, who lives in what zip code. It's in the what's taught in the schools. It's what's not in taught in the schools. It's about right. It's it's literally everywhere. So unless you do something big, it's not going to shift. I want to switch and ask you a little bit in terms of your work as, as an artist about collaboration, because you clearly have these great ideas and you can't do them by yourself. So I'd love to hear what it's like for you enlisting friends or how you put together a larger team to pull off some of what's in your mind. Yeah, it's, it's when you don't have money, how do you get things made or done? So that is just a continuation of my life as somebody who doesn't, isn't bankrolled. And I don't come from a family that pays for things, you know, so, but I've always made work and it's always been music and you get, you're in bands or you work in, you know, I was a dancer and worked in nightlife. And it's just the spirit of like, we're going to come together and make a party. And even a party is, is a, is a, is a work, is an artwork for me. Uh, the gathering. I love a gathering. So these projects were just the latest thing. And, and I think I already have a life where I have a lot of really great friends. And I think movement building is about friends, people that you trust and play with. And play time is very important to me. And, the, <laughs> uh, and, and I know a lot of people that, that feel the same way that are just geniuses. And so I'll have an idea and yeah, I'll just ask people to join the party and they do and, and then things grow and then more people get added Then now it's everywhere. And that's in a nutshell kind of how I make work anyway, because uh, I've made films before I was making uh, telenovelas, queer telenovelas. And, you know, I've never had like more than five dollars to make stuff usually, but we make stuff from love you know, from the love of collaboration, playing with each other. And, and I do the same in my friends' projects. So I have not really been like an institutionally supported artist. I do, I have had a residency for the first time in my life through Shout Your Abortion. That's not even an arts org, you know? So that was my first, and they produced a video. So this is my thing. And I would like to broadcast this everywhere. Like every institution like that is like a Planned Parenthood should have an arts wing. That's right. Should have a kind of creative wing that, that where they support artists. Because how we say things are not how you say things. And, you know, I'm, I'm about a mass appeal. I don't want just five people. I want everyone. I want to invite everybody to the party. And we can do that, you know. And, and the art world is, is kind of a jerk around that. You know, the art world is built on, um, like capitalism, scarcity and uh, additions. <laughs> you know, I, I don't really speak that language. I'm not saying I'm not open to it because I would, I'm happy to sell out completely because um, I would like some ease, but you know, we make, we make things out of love and, and that has power 
in it too. And I'm, you know, this thing, like I said, it just sprung out of nowhere and I'm happy to run with it because I've made so many new friends from it. And that is important to me. <laughs> At crux of the like sort of art, capitalism, commercialism, you know, what it means. And I think, I think this is something I also read that maybe you shared with someone else, you know, to have art that is trying to get bought by wealthy patrons that will be hung in private and never seen, and then maybe move it into a museum, which makes it officially capital A art. And then it's still only gonna be seen by a few people, right? It's very different than doing art that you're doing where you're putting it out there and everybody can see it. And it makes me also shift to thinking about, there's this weird thing for artists where, because you do make it out of love, it doesn't really have a price. What's the price on it? But I will say as someone who makes art and also loves your work, I actually found that your t-shirt was the first thing where I'm like, yeah, I, w I totally want to buy that because it's got the art. I appreciate the design, the concept, and also because the wearing it is a political act in itself. And I think it's at least I'm, I'm encouraging you that like where it feels weird selling stuff, this, there's this new way people participate in political activism by buying a shirt. They buy a mug. But they can't all be members in your party because they're too far away. They can't get to you. So it's a very interesting bridge that you've yes. made. And oh. it, you're allowing people to be part of your party who cannot get to you, which is really kind of you, actually. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, when I met, thank you for that, first of all. And I, I can I'll accept all the encouragement you offer. Okay, I'll, I, I got more. I okay, good. <laughs> I got um, more. I... Uh, there was this show, Abortion is Normal show, that was put up by some friends here that I was a part of, and I and uh, I had a chance to organize a talk, which is my favorite. I love to put put a group together. It's like making a party. Like, who am I going to invite to this talk? And it could be anything. We could. I reached out to Natalia in Poland, who is part of the Abortion Dream Team, and we know each other. So the other cool thing is to be connected with people over these years that we see each other online. So we see each other, we've been connecting with each other and she and I have connected over the years. And I asked her if she knew anybody in New York that could come and speak with me around Poland. And she was like, I'm coming. And she came. Awesome. And she came last year and we talked, we spoke in front of people with each other and it was, she's so incredible. And look what she's doing. Look what they're doing in Poland right now. Isn't it incredible? And now here's a question about Poland that our group has been chatting about. Could it happen here? Could we have a strike here that is, I mean, I made a pussy hat. I see the limits of pussy hat people. There's a wide range of people wearing the hats, but you know, could could this country go a step further? We and have to. right? Like we have to. We really have we have to. to. And that's that's the that's where we stand. That's where I stand. We have to. That's it. It's like, it's not going to be visible until, until really that happens. We need that shift. We need that tilt and we have to, and we have the examples of Argentina, Brazil, you know, Poland, we have to, and it will be the left, you know, it be the, the, the left has to have to get more upset. And so let's upset them. How can we upset the left it is the, is, is a, is a motivation for me Yep. Um, because we have to get people in the street. And look at Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? Look at Black Lives Matter. Like that is us. That's also, that has to be us. Like That's look right. at the motivation. Like it has to be, white people have to get activated. <laughs> you know, right. white people yeah. have to get activated. White people have to break out of some kind of comfort that is only for them. You know, it's, only, it's reserved for them. So we have to, have to, have to, by any means, you know, upset 
the white left into the streets. And George Floyd was a moment where it gave a lot of white people permission because it was so extreme and on camera, not that it's different than what's happened before, but the moment, the way the 17 year old who took out her phone and videotaped, that woman deserves, from my point of view, you know, a Nobel Peace Prize because that videotape that she had the presence of mind in that extreme cruelty to videotape it was, I always cry when I think about her, that video and, that and she took, right? Like that have to be protected. Yes, have to be protected and, and cared supported. for. But it gave a bunch of people, I mean, I know our town, the main street was lined. People came out of their house during COVID. Where I, yes. I haven't seen people fall out of their house, white people, every people, all the people out, like, nope. And I guess what may happen next will be the Supreme Court. There will be a decision I expect that will overturn Roe v. Wade. And I don't know if that will do it, but something has got to do it so people get up and realize that you can't have one out of four women treated like a criminal in America. You can't do that. No, yeah, that can't happen. And also that no matter what happens to the Supreme Court, that we're going to have abortions and we're going to make sure that they're safe. And, uh, you know, the self-managed abortions has to become, we have to, that's the thing that has to be normalized right now. And, and just talk about the abortions we have with our friends at home. That's right. You know, that's the kind of work that I'm looking toward, that Shout Your Abortion is looking toward, like, we can have abortions on our own at home. And, you know, what are the steps going forward, no matter what. I mean, it, it's not legal in Poland, you know, and now it's even more terrible in, and Ecuador and, and Argentina and just have examples of what people are doing past what these lawmakers decide. But um, this thing that you were talking about extending the movement to everybody, like it's so divine and out of my hands that it's, it's a plan that is being worked out for me and, I'm, and I love it because I do wanna be connected to people everywhere and work with people everywhere, you know, be strengthen each other. And when we connect, we're stronger. And Natalia said to me, she, she said she's been watching the work since it started. And she said something so profound. She was like, you must, I'm pretty sure she said, you must have been like lonely when you were a kid. <laughs> and I was like, that is so insightful. Yes, I was. And it really is, you know, it is about sharing and playing with other people mostly and also that it can you know be pushing boundaries or pushing making space you know i'm interested in that making space for people who don't feel like there is no space for if we keep the conversation one thing there's no space for everyone it's only for a few people and and then everybody else is condemned that's like that's not going to be okay for us well you are you are a rock star you are a leader and you are, you're, I'm so glad that you are part of my personal life and that now like I'll count you as a friend instead yes! of, oh my God, I love that artist. She's so amazing. It's just like, it's fantastic. And we're doing this together for we're sure. We're doing this together. All right. Well, like, just thank you so much. And we will, we will be continuing the conversation. Amazing. Thank you. I want to say, can I say one more thing about um, Martha, what you were saying about our culture and how we could be accepting. And I agree, and yet also we could be the most terrible. Like the machismo that exists that I know of, I've seen kill people. And it kills, it murders people for not being feminine enough, for not being masculine enough, for crossing over, for being gay. Like I grew up partly in Ecuador seeing how treacherous machismo is there. And um, you know, it, it, it justifies femicide, it justifies um, transphobia, homophobia, and of course, it makes, you know, speaking out about abortion, dangerous, dangerous. Mm-hmm. And 
that is a heartbreak for me about my who I can call my people. It's a heartbreak. And look at the people who, like the Latino people who voted for Trump, it's based on abortion, basically. It's so exactly. vile. Yes. It's yeah. vile. So we have to get into our communities, whatever our communities are, and, um, you know, speak speak to what we know. And I got to talk to my mis tias, mis tios, <laughs> mis primos. And I, you know, I do, and it's been fascinating. And I, I want to encourage people to go and talk to the people they're afraid to talk to about in your own family, because you have a lot of power when they know you and they love you. Like you have a lot of power. So be a nuisance. Go to Thanksgiving. You know what? Wear the shirt. I don't know. Start a conversation <laughs> at Thanksgiving. Make yourself trouble. Yeah. Make yourself somebody that you're there. They, you're not going to get kicked out. Talk to them about abortion. I think it's an yeah, awesome Thanksgiving campaign. I love it. It's really good for Thanksgiving. That is good. Let that be a Thanksgiving goal. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, I want to thank you, Viva, very much. You have changed my feelings about some of the things on your video. Oh. I want to thank you for that. Now that I have met you personally, it has been a pleasure. Ay, encantada. Really and I hope, Jesse, we have to do this in Spanish, even though you won't understand the gist, uh, you will get the gist of it, but we have to do this, but in Spanish for our Spanish speakers. We could do a video thing in subtitle. That's really good. Yeah, idea. exactly. I Come want to thank you for being here very, very much. Placer for me. Muchas gracias.